Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Hashtag Leadership, What's On Your Mind. This is based around helping you on your leadership journey by bringing people to story tell about their journeys. So today we've got James Dutton on. Hi James, how are you doing? Oh yeah, good, thanks. So me and James have just been having a bit of a laugh before we came on live because I've known James since I was three four years old and um james has been on when my leadership online leadership course launched in october james reached out and said stu i fancy coming on can we work together and I, it was just bizarre wasn't it james the first couple of sessions yeah yeah it was we weird. used to like we used to rollerblade around together and play football and and james's brother matthews were all very good friends so um on there, we, we've got, we know the format, it's 20 minutes, James. It's a conversation, Let, we wanna know everything about your leadership journey. So I'm gonna hit go, and James, introduce yourself to everybody. Tell them a little bit about you and what you currently do, and yeah, your journey. Thanks, um, Stu, yeah, as she said, I'm James Dutton. I'm currently a director of a construction property um, consultancy firm called DRP. Uh, we very much specialise in assisting clients uh, who are property developers, uh, so in sort of new build, refurbishment projects. Um, largely a, a technical background, I suppose, is where we come from. Um, it, it's the sort of knowledge, uh, technical experience in terms of build contracts, how buildings are put in together, the surveying content. Um, we're all chartered surveyors, I suppose, by, by background. So it's been an, an interesting journey, really, and, and part of why I got in touch with yourself, uh, moving from coming up through the ranks, you know, learning the surveying and building trade, and um, into the directorship sort of role, um, and then taking on that, that position, moving away from the, the technical, knowledgeable expert work, and then trying to establish a team and lead that to make sure everyone's doing what they should be doing, um, to the correct standards and, and sort of we're all moving uh, in the same direction really both as a company and individuals yeah that's really good so just as you were talking then something came up this week and it's kind of you know when something comes up and then you hear it loads and loads and i'm starting to say it as well um it's very much what you just said then that the skills that got you here are not the skills that are going to get you there the skills that got you here are obviously great foundations but then also what you just said then is your awareness is great because obviously where you're going is a whole new realm isn't it like leadership is a different ball game <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> so tell us a little bit so one of the questions i always ask is when when did leadership come on your radar are you aware of when your leadership started to um manifest itself where were some of the like some of the things you did before that you now look back and think actually yeah that was leadership yeah, I suppose it, it, it starts, again, coming through companies that your, your job role and your title um, is, is quite descriptive in that sense. Um, you go from you know, the surveyors to project surveyors, uh, senior leaders, you know, directors. So working more of a corporate environment, you get tagged, I suppose, um, in that sort of management capacity, perhaps more than a natural leader. Um, but I think it's it's trying to move or make that switch from a, a manager that sounds quite oppressive and you're given this is a set way we do things and you've got to manage other people in doing that. And we're a much smaller firm in terms of how we've set up. There's, there's four or five of us in terms of employees. Um, it's wanting that, that leadership to come through rather than management, especially micromanagement. 
So I think that that's where you become aware of, of that role. And then as I've stepped into the directorship and moved into the smaller you know, company that we've, we've started up and moved forward with, um, that's where the, I've perhaps paid a bit more attention to, to leadership and how we want to create this positive working environment, take a fresh look at it and then see how, how we can move away from that, that micromanaged type process, uh, engage with our employees a little bit more, give them responsibility, some accountability. Um, so everyone is effectively working together to achieve the same goal. And that in turn will help efficiency, productivity, and ultimately profitability. Really. Yeah, that's really good. It's great to hear you put it like that as well. I was laughing because you mentioned the two, you mentioned the word twice that people cower at that, that micromanagement. <laughs> so <clears throat> micromanagement is a thing, isn't it? So what's your, how do you micromanage well? Oh, I think the yeah, lessons learned from how I felt in the, in the past micromanaged and people looking over your shoulder and, and checking everything you do. You, you don't want to bring your best to the table. You know, you, you're, you're kind of confined to what you think you should do. Um, there's no trust in that relationship. So we've tried to embrace a bit more of a, a two way, again, probably picking up on some of the buzzwords from, from um, obviously your course and previous <laughs> episodes in, in communication. So opening that, that two-way communication with people, um, empowering them to feed into the company, how they think it could be ran, how, you know, is there any improvements that they see, um, letting them lead meetings, internal team meetings, giving them that engagement uh, and responsibility um, and, and ultimately have a, a share in that company moving forward so that they gain something out of it as well. Yeah, fab. So you mentioned about those buzzwords in the course, and and I just want to something reminded me of something when you said that. Um, so we talk about self awareness quite a lot, and I remember when we were taking you through the three months on the course that you used to say to me that things just like we used to cover something on the course, and you'd be like, "Sure, it just came up all the time that week. It was quite relevant." Yeah. And again, that's that thing that where we, where we focus our attention is where we find those things. So going back to the, the basics of if you're negative, you find negativity. If you're positive, you find positive. On the course, you were experiencing the fact that the topics we were covering. So tell everybody a little bit about that because it's quite funny, wasn't it, at the time that you were like, Stuart, it seems like you're on my shoulder all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird. I suppose they're, they're things that you, you sort of know in, at the back of your mind a lot of the leadership. You know, you, you have this vision of what you think a good leader should be and what you should be doing. Um, but it, it's that realisation or that focus, you know, doing a course or something like that, you know, investing in your own time, you're able to take a step back and, and just see how it's relevant and how it does actually impact it. And you, you, you sort of see a little bit more, you know, there in front of you rather than it, it just kind of being caught up in the you know, the, the general day-to-day goings on and you know, time slips away, really. So, and again, so as you're talking, I keep remembering loads of things that we went through because it's been a couple of months, haven't we? And, yeah. and obviously we've had the, in the current situation of filming this, we're a couple of weeks behind, um, but we're coming out of lockdown, COVID, etc. So we're ramping back up again. Um, <laughs> so tell people about time. So I know that's been one of your big things. And I was going to ask you about what the challenges that you've had in leading, but let's just go specifically for time and some of your experiences of 
really efficiently using the, the, the time to invest in your development? Yeah, I think time, as you, you said, is probably one of the major factors moving into it that I was struggling with, I think, from a leadership point of view. Um, you know, again, coining your buzz phase, we all get very caught up in the busy being busy yeah. type approach, especially moving from the fee earning role that we, we have in the past or I've undertaken. So you're, you're busy undertaking the work, you know, building development, sorry, building and developing relationships with your clients and you just get very caught up and, and quite reactive in, in what you're doing. So things are just popping up and, and they're sort of bogging you down in a way. So taking a step back really and just looking at how can you manage that time better? How can you be on top of and in control of those situations and meetings uh, as best you can really? So we, you know, from, from the course and taking a look at that, from the internal meetings uh, point of view, we just meet once a week and you can get caught up in, in just really chatting about all sorts of things and that time isn't used very efficiently. So you know, we'd, we'd sit there and be kind of brainstorming really for want of a better description for a couple of hours and you come out not really having achieved what we want to know, you know, what's going on that week, who's doing what, what are the risks to the company and away we go and we can move on. And I think it's been quite topical at the moment because we've been forced out of doing that. Mm. Um, in the current situation, we've switched to Zoom or you know, Skype meetings. Um, that, that's been, again, changed. So we don't do it weekly. You know, we've got two, oh, sorry, three shorter catch-up sessions, um, Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, where we all check in, see how everyone's getting on, have that, that social contact to make sure everyone's okay. Um, but we seem to be a lot more targeted and focused in right, you know, this is what we've got to do. It's a quick catch up and we move on. Um, so I think, you know, it's probably going to change the way we certainly look at things. And I think a lot of people will in the future as well. Do you know, what? that's really good to hear that. Cause I know we did some quite challenging um, discussion topics around how we were going to implement things. And that's really good that that's kind of naturally happened. Are you, you've sort of alluded to it, but is that something that you're going to drive forward and make sure that continues to happen? Yeah, I think so. Um, so the, so the, the format of the meetings that we were almost forced into in a way um, has really helped and it, it works quite efficiently um, and stops this sort of stagnant feel where we're just sat up in that, oh, here comes the weekly meeting type approach. You know, we all know it's a quick 10, 15 minute call. You're on Zoom, you know, you can be having a coffee or something at the same time almost. It didn't really matter if you're working from home or in those environments. So it's it's taken that, obligatory feel about it and you know, it's a good time to see someone a bit you know almost face to face I suppose yeah. you know I, was just I think we've all had that experience it's one of the things I talk a lot about with people that are in big corporates about that just the body language and the exhale of air when it's like it's another meeting or I've even you know we joke about that we're having a meeting for the meeting one yeah. of my clients said um start this year it was like we have meetings for meetings for meetings and i was like that's just taking it to another level I was like, let's dig into that and that, yeah. that took a good call so <clears throat> tell me about um some of the challenges you've personally experienced with having this new role of like leading people because we're in the currency of people and building relationships to help the business so tell us a little bit about that yeah absolutely and i think certainly in what we do um people 
is a major part of that. You know, we work in teams naturally in terms of the projects we're, we're involved with um, from the design team, consultants, stakeholders and funders right through. So I think the major learning point or realisation um, from doing the course with you has been communication and, and just how people can see things in a different way. Mm-hmm. So you, you've used some sort of great examples within your course, which I'm not going to... No spoiler alerts in this. But, we can just uh, it, say, we can just say <laughs> rhino, rhino and lion and then That's people it, wondering yeah. what it is. <laughs> uh, and it just makes you, I suppose, sit, realize that um, people see things in different ways. So from a, a communication point of view, you could be desperately trying to get your point across about why something needs to be done in a certain way or how it is. But, but people can just not be coming from a completely different angle. Um, that could be some some way I'm communicating it, a problem in how we're doing it, or it could just be they're looking at it in a completely different way. But by realising that and taking the step back and appreciating that, that they're coming from that side of things as well, you're able to open up, I suppose, that that channel of communication, discuss why you're both seeing or people are seeing things differently and then come to that common ground, really, which I think is important in in then driving it forward setting out those parameters, what you see the problems are, how do you see it going and where does it need to go? And then coming to that, that sort of arrangement, really. Yeah, awesome. Uh, just to give people a, a brief random example of that is that picture of when two people are stood over a number on the floor and one person sees a six and then the other person sees a nine because they're actually stood at either end. So they're both yeah. right. They're just yeah. seeing things from a different perspective. So that's to give probably a more general version of that. But obviously on the course, we talk about rhinos and lions, which everybody's going to be, <laughs> what's this you're talking about? I'll probably get lots of messages now about what is rhino and lion. I might share it with everybody. So um, yeah, fantastic. So just if you were to become a, like a bit of advice, so imagine somebody's coming through your business now um, and what sort of things do you, do you advise others regards to everybody listening to this is on their leadership journey at some point and we say it really doesn't end it's like that lifelong learning piece so so what do you kind of give out as advice i think absolutely that that learning is probably the key really you know there's always more that you can learn Um, and i think if you you take that attitude in um you'll always get a lot more out uh, there's always someone that has does things in a different way. There's just continued development, really, and you can forever be doing that and bettering yourself and and the rest of the team that you work in, and, and ultimate ultimately the company, really. Um, so I think taking that that time, step back, looking at the bigger picture, and 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 then investing in yourself, um, acknowledging that you you know there's lots more to learn out there, uh, embracing that really, spending a little bit of time. Because um, ultimately, it has you know, it will pay dividends in terms of how efficiently you work, the profitability and efficiency of the company, but but also your your own mindfulness really. And um, you know you can gain a lot out of it, feeling control or in control, and and on top of what you're doing on a day to day basis as well. Yeah, have you? I was just thinking then about. I know there was so much that you implemented throughout 
because three months was quite a long time, isn't it? Um, but it breeds that consistency. Um, are there any other things that we or you put in um, to implement in your team, and not necessarily on the course, just since you've been on this journey? Anything that significantly you've put in and been like that that's had an impact, or things that haven't had an impact? Yeah, I think the the message of accountability um sort of came or ran true with me really um from my own personal development point of view i think as well on that journey um you mentioned it sort of early on having this little stew almost on, on my shoulder uh, just knowing that that we had <laughs> a catch up and you know if we haven't done what we've discussed so it, you know it, it's that that self discipline really uh, of recognizing uh, an awareness that, that something needs to be done and I think it's very easy to slip and get caught up in that day-to-day routine again if you don't have that level of accountability yeah. so both personally you know applying that to to what we I do in a day-to-day or weekly basis but also then passing on that accountability to others um, you know, within the team so that they have roles responsibilities um, for instance, one of one of our um, surveyors is looking at a, a series of templates to do with one area of the business. Um, so it's, it's to do with contracts. We have set templates, what we do, but they need updating quite regularly to keep in line with statutory and regulatory compliance. So we've tasked them with doing the research and looking into it and coming up with the new template. So it's just having that that bit of involvement and and feeding into the company, being accountable for part of it. And you know, then feeling engaged, then hopefully, uh, yeah, fantastic, productive, good, good. So again, I've just remembered something. So we spoke this morning about um, you'd listen to some of the other podcasts, which is great. You get a gold star for that. <laughs> um, but I also remember um, when we were going through about some of the group coaching sessions that we did, and having the other people that were on the course in and. I don't know whether you remember, but do you remember the, the session we did and we had like a, a topic we we're going to talk about in our own businesses, but I was really empowered and really inspired myself by bringing you guys together and just tell us a little bit about listening and learning from others and how that has impacted you or sort of made you think about your leadership. Yeah, I think it's, everyone has you know their own experiences own journeys and own stories really um and it's taking that, that awareness and and again attitude of you can always learn something um you know there's some really interesting in people out there that want to share and have their own you know their own experiences and that they can they can be applicable to your own life in so many different ways really yeah i remember as well because I sat back and all, I think there was five of us on the call and all five people were from completely different industries, but they were getting quite interesting similarities in their challenges, in their current, like dealing with their day-to-day roles. Yeah, it's uh, again, that that leadership and I suppose the the leadership as a role or as a a function, um, they don't really know the best way of describing it, but um, that's applicable to everything we do, isn't it? It's not specialist in the field that you work in. You know, there's principles there that can create an effective team and working environment that, that can be applied to so many different scenarios. Yeah, the, suppose the similarity is we are all dealing in the currency of people. 
that that's yeah, the leech. exactly yeah so that's yeah. quite funny how sometimes people um that realization that you can learn a lot from lots of other people around you you don't have to stay in your lane let's call it yeah so yeah, just quickly we've got one minute left one minute left i told you 20 minutes went quick it does just fine <laughs> um, doesn't it role model okay so who do you look at regards to leadership who are you it can be somebody that we don't know it can be somebody in your business you don't have to name them it can be sport it can be high performance who are you looking at for kind of i like that that's good leadership um i I think necessarily is rather than it being individuals or people it's it's perhaps a little bit more fluffy than that the way i've seen it maybe um i think Passion really helps. You know, if you, you see passionate people, they're enthusiastic about what they do and how they engage people. Um, you know, I've seen, say, speakers, for instance, um, at some seminars and events, and the way they can engage and stimulate a crowd to give you that enthusiasm and passion to then move forward, I think is really inspiring. So I think, awesome. oh, yeah. Thank you, man. Did you get that alarm? Yeah, just about. I think I got in there. Last time, it took me like 10 seconds to turn it off and it was getting a bit embarrassing. <laughs> so, James, thank you so much for your time today. Um, hope My you pleasure. all enjoyed listening to that. Um, if you did, please subscribe to our YouTube channel if you're watching us live. Um, not live, recorded. Um, and then if you're listening to us on your podcast provider, make sure you hit us a review and follow the channel. We've got somebody coming out every week at six o'clock in the morning, every Wednesday. And um, you don't have to be up at six o'clock. That's just when it gets launched. Um, but I know we have some early birds amongst us. So James, have a fab week. Thank you very much for your time again. And um, see you soon, guys. Bye. Yeah. Thanks, you.